My name is Scott Chaloner and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of our programme will know very well, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership and current affairs. And to this end, I'm delighted to say we're joined on today's show by Nella Pang, a chartered surveyor, commercial property advisor and MD of Omega RE, a business which provides property solutions to landlords and tenants and helps with all aspects of commercial acquisition and disposal across southern England. Um, Nella, very warm welcome to yourself and uh, thanks for joining us on the show. It's a real pleasure having you. Thanks for having me Scott. It's my pleasure Nella and uh, thanks of course as again for taking the time to join us today. Now um, just to kind of uh, set the scene a little bit for those listeners that might not be familiar with you I've kind of given a brief overview as to sort of what it is that you do but could you just expand upon that for us and just tell us in your own words what Omega RE really specialises in? Yeah absolutely Um, so Omega RE is a commercial real estate advisory firm um, so we support businesses that are looking to relocate um, if they're expanding. We essentially find them their business premises and we undertake the lease negotiations. So, for example, one of the clients I act for is called Halo ARC and we are retained to essentially um, roll out their expansion throughout the whole of the UK. Um, so we are currently doing acquisitions in Manchester, Swindon, South Bristol, um, Brighton, South Coast, uh, so all over the UK, which is great fun. And we go and find them their business premises and then make sure that it meets their business operations and then undertake the negotiations. And we basically hold their hand throughout the whole real estate process, all the way through to legals and until they take the keys and undertake their fit out. Fantastic. Certainly makes sense from my perspective. And you're working in an industry, aren't you, that's traditionally very male dominated. So did you kind of know early on in your career that sort of going into this sector was going to be the uh, the way forward for you? Uh, no, I would say I kind of fell into the role. Um, so I started my career um, when I was 18 um, at Val Williams and it was meant to be a stepping stone. Um, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, so I decided that I didn't want to go to university because uh, I was studying law, dance, business. And then the opportunity to become a floating secretary at Val Williams came up. And I thought, you know, what, I'm just going to take this until I figure out what I want to specialize in. And um, I was there for 18 months. And my boss at the time said to me, um, Nella, you're doing a surveying role anyway. You might as well do the conversion course. Uh, so they're willing to pay for me to undertake the, um, the diploma and the degree to get my full qualifications. Uh, so I did all of that whilst working and, um, and studying all at the same time. But certainly from when I was starting out, it was very male-dominated. Mm. Uh, so I'm currently about 20 years in the industry. And um, there's definitely the occasions where clients wouldn't necessarily um, accept my advice. Um, but my boss, who was a male, would say exactly verbatim what I had said, and it would be accepted. And it's just those things that you kind of have mm. to just have, have to deal with. And... Um, um, and I think now, 20 years on, it's got a lot better. 
um, within the industry. And um, um, I think a little bit more, um, I guess, equal opportunity. Mm. Um, and there's more women in the industry, which obviously helped. Yeah, certainly. So um, I suppose we've still got kind of a long way to go to achieve sort of the uh, the full equality there. But we have kind of made some real, real positive steps. I think it is, it is it is fair to say. And we're seeing a lot more women coming into the industry now. And hopefully that will sort of be doubled down with more sort of female representation in those sort of really senior roles as well. This is going to be really, really important moving forwards. Um, obviously, um, yeah, obviously, Nella, of course, uh, you sort of worked your way into the industry that way. So how did you kind of go from that to then going and start? starting Omega, what happened there? Um, it was silver lining, I'd say, Scott. Um, so I was on maternity um, with my first child and um, unfortunately COVID hit and uh, the company um, that I worked for, JLL, they decided to close the Southampton office um, and I had previously ran the agency team there. Um, and they basically said that I could um, work up in London uh, and I didn't want to commute with a small child. Uh, so I decided actually I would take the redundancy. Um, and I had that one client that said, go out on your own, we'll back you. Um, so I thought I might as well just give that a go. And uh, we are coming up to two years, uh, end of October. And um, so far, so good. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And obviously starting a business from scratch and then balancing that with uh, your family life, just how important to you, therefore, is kind of the establishing the work-life balance, just because that is something that we've talked an awful lot about on this show, certainly since COVID. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, COVID has reassessed what people want out of life, don't they? Mm. Um, and for me, my family are the most important thing. Um, but I think... I well, I launched the business, um, uh, like I said, coming up to the end of the of this month in October, and then um, in December I found out I had skin cancer, so that kind of made me feel more driven to succeed, um, to leave a positive legacy for my children, um, and it just made me want it a bit more. Um, but I mm. think with this um, uh, whole work life balance. Uh, I definitely feel that um, life is too short, that you've got to do something that you are passionate about, um, that you enjoy getting up and going to work, um, but at the same time, making sure that you're taking some time out for yourself uh, to do those exercises or uh, focusing on your mental well-being as well as spending time with the family. Um, I've just actually had my second child, uh, so she'll was five months yesterday um, and at the moment she's not sleeping so it during those kind of midnight feeds I end up working um, which actually in some people would say oh you shouldn't really be working you should just try to relax but actually we're working in a much more flexible environment where it's not a nine-to-five um, job mm. and Actually, I'm probably doing more hours than your nine to five on a traditional model, but actually spreading it over the whole week um, and working in the evenings, working around my family so that I can be there um, for my children. Because otherwise, I do have that, that mother guilt and career guilt and it's balancing uh, those, those voices. 
Yeah, it's just getting the uh, the balance of responsibility right, isn't it? Because um, I guess when you are sort of in a flexible framework, I mean, it is easy for the lines between home life and working life to be blurred that little bit. So as long as you're sort of prioritising the well-being side of it, you can kind of manage that quite well, even if you are sort of, you know, having the blue light on your face and checking your emails at 11 o'clock at night. So <laughs> um, it's, it's just managing it that way, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, absolutely. And um, of course, um, two years on from having started the business, um, I'm right in saying that you're also cancer free, aren't you as well, Nella? So that's um, also really, really, really positive. And uh, it's incredibly inspiring for any young entrepreneur tuning into this uh, sort of how against the odds and in such trying circumstances, you were able to kind of start the business and kind of scale it up over the uh, the last couple of years. So I guess for those tuning into this, um, what kind of advice would you give them based on your experiences to kind of help them on the road to success, as it were? Yeah, I would uh, reach out to people that um, are in the same sort of positions, build your network. Um, for me, one of the most um, useful or tangible things that I've noticed about growing my business is LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn has helped me uh, connect with different types of people um you're able to kind of use it as a research tool but also grow your own brand and ultimately people want to do business with people um so having that connection um has been phenomenal for me so i definitely would recommend that yeah fantastic and just talking a little bit about so this sort of status of the industry that you're working in of course sort of real estate and sort of providing property solutions to sort of tenants landlords it, it's a very difficult environment isn't it right now with the uh, the current economic climate and there's been a lot said about the uh, the state of the uh, the buy to let market especially so um for business leaders within the industry i mean it's like what are sort of your thoughts on what they really need to be aware of right now and perhaps maybe what they should be doing to kind of you know sort of double down and batten down the hatches yeah absolutely i think um so let's start with the office market um i think that has been widely debated on offices a day and people Mm. are hybrid working um or they're not coming into the office or if you're at the other end of the scale and you're an organization that are demanding your staff back into the office. Um, so there's this whole war for talent, um, people that are quitting work in order to find happiness, should we say. Um, so I think actually undertaking um, surveys with your employees is very vital to understand what do they want um, in order to be productive um in their own well-being because i think that right so Mm. you're either an extrovert or an introvert and we all operate um differently in different environments um so thinking about your real estate you've got to think okay well um 50 percent of my workforce don't want to come in um so do we actually need this amount uh, size of office, let's say 10,000 square feet, when actually you can reduce that quite significantly. And there are a lot of um, like service office providers that are coming in to the market and offering slightly um, an all-inclusive um, space as a service, which is kind of your uh, midway to hospitality because they're arranging your corporate events, they're doing team building exercises, they're hosting breakfasts, hosting lunches. So all of these things help 
um, kind of make the office a lot a reason to go into the office. Um, so thinking, so for anyone that is thinking about um, redesigning their office, relocating, consolidating, is actually having that conversation with their employees to understand what they want. Um, but also not to be discouraged because what we're finding across the South Coast is actually where we haven't had development um, for quite a few years, actually the buildings that are being referred to a high level, um, they are demanding, um, they're actually exceeding market expectations in terms of rent. Uh, so I think a lot of business think that there are deals to be done when actually because there is a lack of stock, uh, the rents are actually typically higher but there are other opportunities that they can explore. And that goes for the same for the industrial market. Um, we've obviously seen explosion of e-commerce. Um, I don't know how, how about you, Scott, but how many Amazon orders you do a week <laughs> or a month? Because um, at the moment, we seem to have like an Amazon package coming to our door quite regularly, maybe even daily. Um, so I think the explosion of the industrial market and distribution um, again, we've got a lack of supply um, throughout the whole of the UK. Um, so those rental tones are increasing um, quite significantly. Um, and I think ESG is going to be a very key factor for any investors mm. um, investing in the commercial real estate world. Yeah, certainly, because you talked about sort of uh, people sort of changing priorities earlier on and the importance of engaging on employee well-being to, you know, sort of prevent the the sort of impact of the great resignation. But as well as that, it's uh, it's people's sense of purpose and people's consciousness about their impact on the environment as well, isn't it? So things like ESG, when it certainly comes to consumer spending choices, are becoming a lot more important. So as well as your staff and potential job candidates, it's also changing sort of consumer priorities that business also really needs to be aware of, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's so much more important. I think, um, again, that silver lining of the pandemic, you realise that you want to shop local, you want to support local businesses, um, you want to do better for the environment. And obviously with everything that's happening with the energy as well, um, sustainable and going green is the way forward. Exactly right. And uh, just thinking about moving forward before we uh, we wrap things up on the uh, the show today, Nella, um, I was just interested to kind of get an idea as to what some of your priorities are going to be over the uh, the next, let's say, 12 months. And indeed, where do you see yourselves and uh, your business by this time next year? Well, um, we continue to grow our business. Um, we want to be the key advisors um, on the south of England. Um, we're really trying to disrupt the real estate agency um, consultancies and do things a little bit different because I think um, real estate can be quite archaic um, and quite slow to progress. Uh, so I'm definitely um, trying to be a thought leader to think about how do we do things a bit differently, how do we do it a little bit more sustainably. Um, I'm doing a number of things with RSES and um, working in partnership with University of College of Estate Management as a role model to try and bring more females into the industry, mm. um, particularly because I am a mother and I am working 
Um, I went back to work after eight weeks with that child. Um, so I want to kind of showcase that you don't have to, you, it isn't a career or a mother. You can do both. Um, yes, there are sacrifices that you have to make, but ultimately um, you can be both. And I think when you do become a mother, and I've, I've definitely wrestled with this as well, I, you end up, sometimes you can lose your identity. Mm. Um, you don't know who you are. And I think it's really important to actually um, try and support women that are in the same position as me. Um, and I think me driving the Meagle RE brand um, is is something that I'm really passionate about. And I think I really hope to grow the business um, as well as we have been for the last few years. I'd certainly hope that that works out as well, Nella, and I'd love to bring you back onto the show at some point in the coming year and catch up on how things are going, because I think that is such an important mission that you've outlined there, sort of reaching out to other women in your position and just making them aware that, you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other motherhood or being in a role. It's you can essentially balance the two out. It's so, so important. And for obviously that aim of sort of equality that we've talked about, uh, we do really need to uh, to see that moving forwards. And um, for anybody as well that is listening into this particular podcast, who you know might be affected by the issues we've discussed today um, you can leave a comment with us via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash contact hyphen us or you can bring your own perspective to the discussion table on this matter or any topical issue that's relevant to you by applying to be on the program via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply um, until next time uh, Nella thank you ever so much for taking the time to join us on the program once again it's been an immense pleasure having you with us and uh, do take care and I'm sure we'll catch up on the show soon thank you Dad and Scott and to all the listeners tuning into the programme today, I do hope that you thoroughly enjoyed the interview with Chartered Surveyor, Commercial Property Advisor and MD, Adomiga RE, Nella Pang today. As always, I've been your host on the programme, Scott Chaloner, and until our next show, do take care all and goodbye.